Welcome back to the TSR Hockey pregame show. Merrimack visiting Boston University tonight here for the second of two games between these two teams. David Quinn is with us, the head coach of BU. And, uh, you know, first of all, David, we can't help but looking up and down the lineup. You know, guys that, uh, sons of guys that I remember watching, you know, when they played at BU. And I'm sure, you know, you may, you know, played, you know, with or against some of them. Uh, it's got to be kind of surreal in that regard. And, uh, I guess, first of all, how does that not make you feel old? <laughs> I was going to say, it ages you in a hurry when you're sitting there and you're seeing Chad, Chris, and, you know, Ty Amonti and Brady Kachuk talking to each other at a team meal, and you're like, God, I was with their fathers 25 years ago. So, um, but, you know, hey, it's it's one of the great things about BU. You know, uh, once one family member comes, all the others usually follow. Yeah. And there's been a lot of brother combinations, a lot of father-son combinations, and you know, we're fortunate to have uh, have those three. Well, last night's game, you guys win a game on the road. Now three games, uh, three straight for you guys without a loss, and two zero and one in those three games. And in a place where it's been tough for you guys the last few years, you talked last night before the game with us about wanting to try to manage the game. It, it was kind of funny how it turned out. You know, there were stretches where you didn't play so well, but you got goals, and then you played better. You didn't get goals. I mean, hockey's a weird game. It sure is. I didn't like our first period much at all, and then you know we're up three to one. I thought we played a much better second period. I think we outshot them fourteen to seven. And they go up one, you know, they win the period one nothing. So it was, you know, it was a strange game. Didn't love our game. Uh, I thought, you know, Merrimack was the quicker, more physical team, more consistently. We were more opportunistic, obviously. Um, you know, our penalty kill hurt us. Their power play was good and is good. Um, but, you know, the thing for me is a month ago we would have lost that game. We would have found a way to lose it. And that's a good sign for us. Yeah. Uh, third period, they come back. You know, maybe a good example of that. They come back to tie the game early in the period. Uh, you know, the rest of the of the period, maybe they had the better of the play, but still, you know, you guys held them off and then got a chance in the in the closing minutes. And you know, Dante Fabro completed the hat trick. Yeah, it wasn't. And again, I thought you know the, there wasn't a lot going on in the third period. I, they had I, I count them for four. They had four scoring chances. We had three. So it was more of kind of you know once they tied it, it was more of a cautious game and. Right. You know, we get the the big goal with four minutes to go. You know, the one thing we've got to do a better job is every time we scored last night, they came back and almost scored within 30 seconds. I mean, we did not manage the situation well, and that's something that we've got to do a better job of. I mean, after you score a goal, you can't still be patting each other on the back yeah. <laughs> during the next shift. And, you know, we've got to. But, you know, the thing I didn't like, didn't, we didn't play at a pace. Our gaps were bad. We weren't on top of the play. That's something that we did very well last weekend for six periods, and hopefully we can get back to doing that tonight. Well, uh, obvious hero last night with the with the hat trick, as you mentioned, including the game winning goal and a power play goal, uh, Dante Fabro. But uh, you know, some of the things that he did, maybe you know, he wasn't scoring goals, were, were impressing me too. There were times where you know he, he'd uh, you know make a great defensive play, steal a puck from a guy, and things like that. I thought he played well at both ends of the ice. Yeah, he's uh, he's an elite player for sure, and uh, he's getting healthier. You know, just we're talking, and his, uh, he's getting healthier and healthier. And you know, uh, it's been a it's been a grind for him over the last month, the world of ju- yeah. world juniors, and managing a broken leg because that's what he had. So, um, you know, a healthy Dante Fabro was great news for us. And uh, you know, what kind of a lift does it give the rest of the guys as well to see him out there, not only you know, playing like that, playing through, playing while he's hurt, but also at an elite level, as you said. Well, it's big. It's infectious. You know, I think it, it you know it trickles through the lineup, and uh, you know, guys have an awful lot of respect for him, not only as a player but a person. And you know, it, uh, it's nice to see. And Mark said to me, "When's the last time you saw a defenseman get a hat trick?" I said, "I never had three goals in a season. I don't think it'd be you." So uh, it was. Uh, hey, we needed it. He stepped up when we needed him to. Yeah. Um, you know, the way that game went, uh, you know, again, we we're talking about trying to manage the game and so on. Did you, did you, uh, it, when you have situations like that, when 
you know, you're not playing well, and, and but you get in the goals, or you are playing well like that second period, but you, you know, you're just not able to add to the lead, and then they get a goal late in the second period to pull within one. Uh, you know, I mean, you got a young team. How do you handle that? Well, you just got to keep guys focused. You know, we can get emotional at times, and we can react to situations. You know, we we sometimes our emotions are extreme, extremely high and extremely low. So. You know, we've got to find a way to manage that and be more even-keeled, and, you know, that's something that I need to help them with, and that's something I fight. I need to continue to be even-keeled, and that's something that can also rub off on them. So, you know, you can't get too excited when things are going well, and you can't get too down when things aren't going well. All right, so you have the second game now. It's actually the second of three times this season that you'll be playing Merrimack. You win the game last night. Now a chance to come back home and get four points on the weekend. How will you guys do that? Well, we have to play better than last night, that's for sure, and we're well aware of that. You know, anytime somebody loses on a Friday night, they come back with a little bit more vengeance. Uh, I thought Merrimack played well last night. I mean, that's a good hockey team. I'm not surprised they've had the run they've had. Uh, they're very, they're quick, they're strong, uh, they're structurally sound, like all Mark's teams are, and you know, they've got a special player in Cini. So, uh, you know, but we collectively have to do a better job of taking away time and space, and that doesn't mean be crazy physical or anything. It just means, you know, skate, establish your forecheck, have good gaps, and I just thought, you know, we just gave up way too much space last night. All right, thanks a lot, David. We appreciate it. Uh, good game last night. Uh, good game to watch. I'm looking forward to another one tonight. Best of luck. Should be a lot of fun. All right, that's David Quinn, head coach of Boston University. We'll be back with more after this, and John Leahy will have his interview with Merrimack coach Mark Dennehy right here on the Merrimack Hockey pregame show. This is Warrior Hockey.